Advanced training. I'm going to try not to walk around too much because I'm scared I'm going to fall with this knee. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but today's advanced training, the secret to your success. Um, this is a teaching that I, this is not something I got from a book. Uh, I think I've been influenced by multiple books on this. But a lot of times when I teach, I'm regurgitating material that I've gotten from a book. And I'm saying, hey, I just got this. I want to pass it on to you. I like doing that. Uh, but occasionally I do come up with my own stuff. Uh, this is something that uh, I've been teaching for years and years and years. Uh, I know my friend Andy wrote a book centered around this. We were teaching it for years before that book came out. And uh, I really do believe it is a secret to your success. Uh, it's all about working on you and then serving others. And I, I think that, that what we're going to talk about today, I know I haven't taught, ta uh, taught on it in probably eight or nine months, uh, but I think it's more relevant right now uh, than ever. And I, I don't know, um, well, let's just jump into it. I'll, I'll commentate as we go through. <laughs> First step, the secret to your success is work on you. Draw this circle on your piece of paper. Everybody got a piece of paper? Draw the circle. Okay? Now, inside the circle, write the word you. That's all you can control in life. Right there. Uh, and where we really screw up in this world is when we're trying to control outside of that circle. But all you can control is what's inside that circle. You can't control anything out here. You can't. Uh, I, uh, man alive, I, 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 I'm, I feel like less and less I'm paying attention to social media. Uh, my rule right now is social media is I will log into Facebook and I'm going to look at my feed until somebody is just negative. And by negative, I don't mean they say something that I disagree with. Like, I'm okay. I have lots of friends that I don't agree with on lots of topics. We're still friends. We like each other. We respect each other. We just don't agree on everything. That's okay. I'm married. We don't agree on everything, you know, <laughs> there either. So that's, it's okay. I'm not saying scroll through until I disagree with somebody. I'm saying scroll through until that person's a jerk. And then I'm like, nope, that's it. I don't need more of that in my life right now. I got enough. So that's my rule on, on, on Facebook. I don't really pay attention to other social media right now, but that's my rule. And what I found is I'm spending less and less time on social media because of that rule. And, and what I can sum up social media right now is this. Everybody's trying to control outside this circle. Everybody's trying to control, uh, everybody's trying to control the different opinions of other people. Everybody's saying, well, you don't agree with me, so I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Like, my gosh, are we really still in elementary school in this world? Can't we grow up just a little bit? Like, I don't need everything out here to agree with me. And, and I can't change everything out here. What was it Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world? Like, if I can control what's in here, I can change the world. But the problem we're seeing in our world today, or a problem, there's not one problem, a problem we're seeing in our world today is people aren't fixing themselves. Instead, they're trying to fix everybody else. And, and it's incongruent 
when you do that. When, 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 you, when you're, listen, I'm not saying you have to have all your stuff together. Nobody does. Every, it's just varying degrees of, of having stuff together, but nobody has it all together. Nobody. But it's incongruent when people see you who don't, doesn't have your stuff together and not trying to get your stuff together, but you're trying to get everybody else's stuff together. It's incongruent. And people hear you talking and they go, not interested. Immediately discard. Your life is a, gosh, it's being recorded and people listen, but it's a show. You know what I mean? It's a show. It's a poop show. Your life is a poop show. And, and, and because your life is a poop show and you're not trying to do anything about it, I don't want to listen to you talk about how to fix my life because I have a tough enough time running my own. I can't worry about running somebody else's life. I can't even run my own kid's life. I mean, it's like, it's like hurting cats. If you've had kids, you know, like I'm just trying to keep them out of the ditches. I'm not, I'm not really trying to um, <laughs> run their life for them. I'm trying to help them find the way that they can run their own. So the sooner you can grasp in this world that what's in this circle is all you can control, as soon as you grasp that, and the sooner you start controlling that, the happier your life is going to be. I promise. And here's what I've seen. I've seen in my own life, as I have worked on me, and improved me, it's challenged others around me to improve them. And it's created a ripple effect. Now, I'm not saying that I'm changing the world, but I'm saying I have changed a lot of the world around me because I focused on me. A really good friend that I admire so much, and, and, and if you hang around me for a day, you'll hear me mention his name a dozen times. A few years ago, he heard me talking about how I read 100 books a year, and it challenged him because he's super disciplined. And, and he's like, I read a lot, but I don't, I don't think I read 100 books a year. I mean, if, you're, if I'm reading 50 books a year and you're reading 100 books a year, you're digesting twice as much information. You're going to get to where you want to go faster than I'm going to get to where I want to go. And he was challenged by my behavior to improve his behavior. And just like that, now he's reading 100, 100 books a year. I'm not saying 100 books a year is what you should be doing. I'm saying that thing that I do in my, inside of my circle inspired him to change what's inside of his circle. And just like that, he's better for his wife and his kids and his community. And who knows who's going to be inspired by that? And the ripple effect continues. Uh, a book that I'd recommend that you read is Andy Andrews' book, The Butterfly Effect. I know we have it back there in our store in our office, uh, but if, you, if you're not here local to Dallas, go on Amazon.com, type in The Butterfly Effect by Andy Andrews. And it's the idea that a butterfly flapping its wings can change the climate in the state of Maine. Like, really? How does that happen? He lays it out in the book about how this butterfly effect happens. Have you ever thrown a, a pebble into the water and watched the ripples go out? They, they didn't just stay right there. They rippled out. And so when you work on that central figure, when you work on that, that circle right there, the ripple effect, I don't want to sound melodramatic with this, but I don't know how you use the word eternity and not sound melodramatic. The ripple effect of you fixing you ripples through eternity. Like, it, it never stops. It's, it's one of the things I was fascinated by a few years ago, and I, I, I went down this rabbit trail for way too long, and I, I honestly figured out that I was never going to get to the end of it, so I just stopped. But they say, and I, I think this is true, that sound waves never stop. So when you speak, it's a wave. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's a wave that keeps on going. So theoretically, and I was sharing this with my 11-year-old who's like, 
He's Mr. Invention Guy. Like, he'll figure this out. I bet you he figures this out in life. But I said, theoretically, you could hear anybody's talk, anybody's speech, anybody's conversations. You could hear that if you were able to capture those sound waves. I mean, picture that you could hear right now, not a recording of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, but you could hear the actual speech because the waves are out there and you're able to capture the waves. Isn't that crazy? This is true stuff. And I don't, they haven't figured out how to capture those waves yet, but I think, I think Zachary's going to do it. So the idea, <laughs> the idea here, though, is what you do in changing you ripples through eternity. I'm not, when I'm focusing on fixing me, I'm not just improving my life. I'm also improving my wife's life, our, our kids' lives. They, they, they haven't found their spouse and had kids yet, but it's changing their lives. It's rippling through history because I changed me. So many people in this world right now want to change the world. It doesn't work like that. You don't seek to go change the world. You change you. And that inspires the next bubble and the next bubble and the next bubble until the world changes. But it's not an overnight thing. It, 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 it takes decades to change. Okay? So work on you. And you can't control outside of that circle. Let's give some practical steps to working on you. What does that look like? Well, quit blaming everyone else for your problems. Take responsibility for your circle. <sighs> well, I'm broke. Well, okay. Well, why are you broke? Well, everybody in my family's just always been broke. I mean, my mama had nothing, or her mama had nothing. It's just a bunch of nothing, and it got passed down to me. <laughs> That's blaming everybody else for your problems and not taking responsibility for your own problems. You know, the other day I was talking uh, with with an agent, and uh, we were talking about new agents coming on board who are grown adults, right? They don't have a license yet, and they 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 have a choice. I can either pay for the class, which is forty nine ninety nine, because we get that $150 discount, or I can pay for the test, but I can't do both. I go, it's $100. In Texas, that, that amounts to $93 to, to, to sign up for the class and the test. And, and the license coach tells us if they, can't sign, if they can't pay for the test, don't even sign them up for the class. But I thought, there's been times in my life when I haven't had $100 in my pocket. But there's never once been a time in my life where I couldn't figure out how to get it. Plenty of times in my life I didn't have $100. Never have I never been able to figure out how to get it. That's taking responsibility for your circle. Quit blaming everybody else. If you're an adult and you don't have $100 in your pocket, it's your fault. That's harsh, Fitz. No, that's the beginning of change. It's to accept the responsibility. And I hear it said all the time, you know, leader accepts responsibility. And then I, then I read tweets or social media posts of leaders who said, it's not my fault, it's their fault. And I go, ah, oh, you're violating rule number one of being a leader. <laughs> Stop doing that. Just accept responsibility. Say, I, I didn't know. That's fine. You didn't know. You were ignorant. But now you know, and you can no longer can claim ignorance. Now you're just stupid. Right? Stupid is when you know the truth and don't do it. Ignorance is when you just don't know the truth. I, I didn't know. Well, well, now you do. So quit. Stop, stop doing that. Okay? So quit blaming everyone else for your problems. And, and listen, if you've had generations of this going on in your life, it's not the easiest cycle to break. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm somebody who in my past have sat down at a Thanksgiving dinner with my family, not my, my wife and kids, but the greater family, and people were complaining about Walmart not accepting double coupons for coupons that expired two years ago. Like, I've sat in those dinners. I've sat at that meal, and I'm going... Why did you try to give him a two-year-old coupon? 
<laughs> it, now, why do I have to hear about it? <laughs> why is this a thing? Quit. No, listen, I, I've heard it said, and I say quit blaming others. I've heard it said that uh, when you have a problem in life, sharing it with others, here's what you're getting on the other side. Here's who's receiving it. 80% don't care that that happened to you. And the other 20%, they're a little sick. They're actually glad it happened to you. So it's, it's something to kind of keep in mind that when you're blaming others, nobody else wants to hear that. Nobody else is listening to that. It's only affecting you. Well, Fitz, you didn't tell me. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you about X, Y, Z. I apologize. I try to tell everybody everything all the time. I mean, anybody in the office will tell you that's true. But you know what? There's things I, I miss, and I, I really am sorry about that. I'm trying my best. You have to take responsibility for your circle, and maybe together we can come together and you'll know everything. <laughs> right? So quit blaming everyone else for your problems. Take responsibility for your circle. Once upon a time, the Fitzgerald snuck in the back door of the United States through the Mississippi Delta. We didn't come in legally. We're illegal immigrants. But now we've been here 300 years, and so nobody's sending us away now. <laughs> I guess we, we lasted, right? So I, but, but I'm not still living in, 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 in poverty. Does that make sense? I accepted where I was and figured out how to change it, and I encourage you to do the same thing. Read for an hour a day on a topic. At the end of five years, you'll be an expert. Read. I remember a mentor years ago said, Fitz, there's secrets in this world. And, and, and the rich, the rich have figured out how to hide them. And, and the secrets of the world are hidden in books. And, and, and it got real quiet. And he just looked at me. He said, and books are hidden in stores and in, <laughs> in libraries. And you actually have to go seek that information. And then... You know how many books that have been bought that haven't actually been read? I mean, uh, Amazon Kindle, I saw st uh, stats on that a couple of years ago because people buy books through Amazon Kindle and they get it on their device. They, they can track how many have been opened and how far into the book they've gotten. Like 95% of book purchases are never finished. And something like 80% were never started. Just read for an hour a day on a topic. I remember John Maxwell said this, read an hour, and he said he got it from... Um, Somebody else. Now I can't remember. Uh, 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 I'll remember later. It's too late now. But John Maxwell heard it from a mentor who, who I heard it from John Maxwell. So he just keeps passing on that, that ripple effect, right? Read for an hour a day on topic. At the end of five years, you'll be an expert. When I heard that 20 years ago, I thought, man, alive. Well, I want to lead people. So I'm going to read about leadership. And I quote a lot of leadership books. I listen to a lot of leadership podcasts. I'm still digesting that information because I want to be a great leader. And, and I think I'm good. I'm way better than I was 20 years ago, but I'm not great, and I still have room to grow, so I'm still reading. I also thought back then, I thought, man, if I am going to make a lot of money, I need to read about money so I can be an expert on it, so I know what to do, right? So I started reading about money and started, that's when I started reading the Wall Street Journal and started just digesting the Wall Street Journal and what they had to say about things. Like, it was, read for an hour a day. Well, Fitz, I don't have an hour a day. Yes, you do. You do. You're wasting time sometime during the day that you could be reading. I mean, there's times every day when all you have to do is read, and that's when you're in the bathroom. I call it, I'm going to write a book called Poop and Get Rich because I don't know what people do when they use the restroom and they're not reading. Like, I don't, what else are you doing? Like, I don't know. So I'm, 
I, I read. It's, 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 just, it's just what I do, right? So I encourage you to do that. Figure out a time that you're wasting time and start reading. Don't jump into it trying to read an hour. I mean, it's like, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to go run a marathon. No, you don't jump right into the marathon. You work up to it. So maybe you're just reading a page. Maybe it's just 15 minutes. Put good stuff in through audio and video. It, it, it really does matter. It's funny. Um, I was having this conversation with, uh, with my, my two sons because they're, they're, they're starting to get to the age where they're watching more YouTubes and they're aware of more stuff, you know, becoming more aware of girls. And, and I was like, hey, listen, the stuff that comes in through your senses, through your eyes, through your ears, taste, smell, touch, the, all the stuff that's coming in through your senses, your brain never gets rid of it. It's always going to be there. You really have to be careful what you're watching and listening to because it's always going to be there. And because it's always going to be there, it's always going to have at least a little influence in your life. Be really careful what you're putting in. I don't watch the news. People go, well, you should be informed of what's going on. I got it. I'm aware of what's going on in the world. I don't have to watch it 24 hours a day to get that. Right? It's kind of like the first time I realized that SportsCenter on ESPN replayed. <laughs> when I realized that, it was like the third episode that day. I was like, hey, I think I've seen this before. I felt real stupid, you know? Like, you don't have to keep watching SportsCenter. It's just the same episode again. Okay. Avail yourself of the weekly education. Look, there's weekly opportunities. You're part of it this morning, the Tuesday morning, Wednesday, the, 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 the Wednesday call, the product call, the activity call. There's, and there's probably your team call. There's, there's lots of opportunities for education. Many of these are recorded. And so if you can't catch them live, definitely listen to the recording. I don't catch everything live. I'd be a liar if I said I did. But I do listen to everything because I've got the recordings. And I can listen to it when I get to it, right? I don't, but, but catch all that you can when you can. So the step is this. The, the secret to the success starts with working on you, but then you have to serve others. Man, how, the, how different would the world look right now if the country, if the world just focused on fixing themselves and then serving others? Not trying to change others, serve others. It's an interesting little thing that we don't really do in our world these days. So here's some practical steps in serving others. Uh, serve the team and the team will serve you. We hear it said all the time that an agent was in the home and needed help and reached out and, and uh, an agent who has no financial gain by helping that first agent helps them. We just, we just, uh, we, we hear it all the time. Hey, this agent was in the field, asked a question on the 911 channel on our Slack, like, hey, our, our group, our group communication, hey, I'm in a home, I got a question, what's the answer? And, and another agent will reach out and serve them. And, and then... And then just like that, and it's, it's the craziest thing. I, I watch this, and I go, within minutes, people respond with answers, and that person has no financial bearing whatsoever on this person's success, but they still helped them. Well, here's the thing. Later on, that person is going to help them back. It's going gonna, gonna to be paid forward. Uh, it's called the law of reciprocity. Uh, John Maxwell is the one that taught me this, and I, I learned it in actual practical uh, application. So it, next time you're at a restaurant, Go to a restaurant that's got the, the double doors. My kids know this at this point. It's like it's a joke now. But when you go to, you know, the restaurant you go, and there's like a, a first set of doors, and there's like a little area that you sit in. There's a second set of doors, and it takes you to the hostess stand, right? You've been in restaurants like that? Most of them are like that. All right, so next time you're converging on that front door with another uh, uh, family or whatever that's coming to go eat, uh, be sure to open that first door for them. And here's what you'll find. They will open the next door for you. And then, bam, you're at the hostess stand first and you get the better seat. <laughs> uh, 
That's just a side benefit. It's just interesting to watch. My kids know this. They will race to open the door for other people just to watch it play out. And 99.9% of the time, it plays out exactly like I'm saying. You can't serve somebody and them not feel obligated to serve you back. They now feel obligated. We do, the Fitz team does a Sunday night call on a regular basis, and we've had top producer after top producer after top producer after top producer on that call. And I'm obligated to serve them if they ever ask. And even when they don't, I'm obligated to serve them because they've served me. Uh, had a good friend uh, recently reach out and say, hey, you did a, a great teaching on the emergency response system. I, can I get that PowerPoint presentation that you put together? And I said, yeah. And you know why? Because anytime I've asked that person for something, they've freely given it to me. Now, I don't like giving away my intellectual property. <laughs> I don't like just saying, you know what? I spent years developing this. Sure have it i don't like just giving that away right but but this person has served me and as soon as they asked i did not hesitate i said yep here you go because they've served me i was obligated to serve them back it works over and over and over again uh this even applies to your spouse and significant other i joke that uh, heather loves when i do the dishes and occasionally she'll do the dishes right back you know what i'm saying so um (laughs) <laughs> like it's I, I mean she almost knows what i'm doing when i'm doing the dishes <laughs> like she, i don't you know it's, it's like a code in our family now but it's listen it's 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 funny but at the same time it's not like i've had um uh husbands come to me and say you know my wife whatever blah 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 well when was the last time you for her that's always my question back. Like, are you, are you sitting in the lazy boy? Why do they call them lazy boys and not productive male? Uh, what, why, are you sitting in the lazy boy asking your wife to grab you a beer since you was up? Hey, since you was up. Since you was. Since you was up, would you get me a beer? Is that you? Or are you serving her and then wondering, like, if you're serving her and wondering why she doesn't serve you, there may be an actual issue there. But uh, if you're not serving your spouse and then you're wondering why they don't serve you back, like last night my knee was, you know, just, it's, at two o'clock in the morning, I just woke up. My knee was throbbing, and and I and I get out of bed and I'm just hobbling to the kitchen. I get a couple of Advil. I get an ice pack. I come back to bed and I prop it up and I put the ice pack on my knee. And Heather's like, "What are you doing?" I didn't know she was awake at two o'clock in the morning. I said, "Well, my knee's just throbbing. I just got some Advil and an ice pack." She said, "I would have done that for you." Well, I didn't know you were awake. She said, "Oh, I've been awake since you were trying to get out of bed." <laughs> you, you were clearly trying to get out of bed like you weren't you weren't quiet about it I said, I'm, see, that at two o'clock in the morning she's willing to serve that's that's not because i haven't served her like it's 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 a it's it's a, a continual cause and effect i serve she serves i serve she serves it just keeps going round and round when you take the focus off of yourself it's easy to see where you can help so many times talking with a new producer a new producer struggles because they're not really seeing it through the eyes of their client instead they're seeing it through their own eyes well i tried to call that client a couple times they're just not answering okay you're seeing it through your eyes what i need you to think is how can i help them how can i help them get out of their own way so that i can help them you understand the power of what we're selling people have filled out a form and sent it to a perfect stranger asking us to come help them that means they have nobody in their world that can remotely help them with this issue they have nobody that can help them it's up to us 
And so you caught him a couple of times and you're supposed to get like a ticker tape parade as a hero? I called him a couple of times, couldn't get in touch with him. I know my wife called me a couple of times the other day and couldn't get in touch with me either. And I actually want to talk to her. Like it's, you have to take you out of the equation and think this person needs my help. And if I don't help them, they're the next family living under a bridge because I cared too much about me and not enough about them because I was self-centered. That's why that person lost their home because I was self-centered. Take yourself out of the equation. It's really easy to see where you can help when you do that. Ask yourself, how can I help? In this situation, how can I help? I mean, I, 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 whenever I talk about this, I talk about my second son. Like, he just, he came out of the womb just trying to help people. It's what he does. You come to our house, he's going to ask you, if you if, would you like something to drink? I can get you some water, or we have some sparkling cider, or we have, you know, he's like, not sparkling cider, he's not serving beer or nothing, but it's like, he's 11, but <laughs> like, can I get you something? Can I, can, can, do you, would you want to, do you want to sit here? It was funny, because uh, our kids play, our boys play competitive soccer, and just recently we had signing day. They signed once a year for the club for the next year, and the team got together at a park. We socially distanced, but the, the, the team was together at picnic tables, and um, there was a kid, a new kid on the team that was just kind of standing over there by himself, new kid on the team. Well, my son is captain of the team, and he said, hey, new kid, he didn't say, he said his real name. He said, hey, new kid, why don't you take my seat? I'll stand. And another mom said, did you see what just happened? I said, I know, his mom taught him really well. He's, but that's, that's him. That's what he does. He sees how can I help? How can I, feel, make, how can I make this person feel included? How can I provide something that they're not able to provide for themselves? He does that naturally. And, and I'm, I'm challenged by that all the time, thinking I got to think more and more and more and more and more like that. If I'm really going to serve others, I have to think more like that. Empower others, don't enable bad habits. So, and, and this follows up with give a man a fish and he eats for a day, teach a man a fish and he eats for a lifetime. Uh, I don't know who originally said that. A lot of people take credit for that, so I just say unknown. Uh, or you could say Mark Twain or Thomas Jefferson or Ben Franklin. People always use those when they don't know. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, here's, here's my thought. Before we had kids, Heather and I knew that we needed to do for our agent until the agent could do for themselves. I'm not trying to raise great kids. I think we have great kids. I'm trying to raise great adults that are productive members of society. So what Heather and I do as parents is we will do for our kids. We will, we will teach them this life skill until they've got it. And then we get out of their way and let them do it. Because if I don't, they're going to be dependent on me forever. I mean, my kids are 13, 11, and 8 right now. I, I'm so grateful they're potty trained, and I don't have to keep doing that because it gets grosser and grosser the older they get. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, we taught them how to do it, now we just get out of the way and let them do it. Do they always get it right? Nope. If you ever raise boys, you know, somehow they pee on walls. I don't get it. But they got it. We step out of the way and let them do it. When they pee on the wall, we also let them clean it up. Not cleaning up your urine, you're 13. <laughs> you can figure that one out. So as you're, as you're serving others, you're not trying to make them dependent on you. You're serving others, and while doing it, you're, you're, you're enabling them to do it for themselves. If you don't, you create a dependency that's not easy to break, and that's destructive. It breaks down the work on you, serve others model. When you work on you, and then make others dependent on you. It's not the same as serving others. It breaks down the model that we're teaching here today. 
I hope that helps. I really do think it would change the world today if we all just cared about our own stuff. Like, I got enough stuff to worry about. I can't worry about your stuff, too. Uh, it's a paraphrase of, of a comedian friend of mine, Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> I got enough stuff to worry about. I can't worry about your stuff, too. I don't know how we stay focused on everybody else's stuff. Fix you and then show others and help others how to do it for themselves. Hope that helps. Talk to you soon. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.